Hey, hey, my fans, how you doing? Happy Monday. Hope it's a great week for you. Not a bad weekend after all, winning two out of three in the city of brotherly love. We needed that. Yes, we did. And losing two tough ones where the offense didn't come alive and against Boston and City Field. We went down to CBP, as I like to call it, Citizens Bank Park, and won two out of three from our beloved rivals, the Philadelphia Phillies. The Mets have traditionally always loved to hit in Philadelphia, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I had a good feeling going in there that some of the bats would break out, and most of them did. Uh, the Dominator came through, McNeil came through, Conforto come through. Uh, the only one we really didn't see any uh, productivity from was Francisco Lindor, but I'm sure that's just a matter of time. Yes, we did need it. We did need it, and it was nice. What a game for Sunday Night Baseball. We didn't see the boring uh, one nothing swing and miss games that we've been watching over and over again. We did see some action, some good plays out of the field on the base paths. And it was just a fun game to watch. And I know you're like me. It's always much funner when you win the ball game, isn't it? And that we did. Uh, we came out looking good. Peterson had a rough start. Uh, he was leadoff home run to McCutcheon. Shows you McCutcheon still has a little pop in the bat left. Uh, next two batters got on, but Peterson escaped it from that point on. He went on to pitch a good solid five innings for us. Four hits, two walks, eight strikeouts. Uh, but then the dependable bullpen that we always, always come to love and behold so far didn't come through. And the guy I'm always touting, uh, Castro, had a rough outing for the first time. Uh, two hits, uh, gave three runs, two earned runs. Uh, and then Edwin Diaz just had a stiff back in the ninth inning, and we almost blew it. Uh, I thought it was tied up for a minute there with that home run, but we escaped it. We escaped it. Zach Elfin, Eflin pitched for the Phillies. He uh, hung tough, gave up 10 hits, struck out seven over six innings. Uh, but we did manage to win the game, and that's what counts. The bottom line is you got to win those ball games. And uh, we did, and like I said, these you don't realize it, but I, since 2015 when the Mets won the Eastern Division, the team with the best record within the division has always won the pennant in National League East. It's, it's uncanny, and I think that's probably true in most divisions, but these games are important, and to get a little distance on the Phillies by going up game with them on this series means a lot. Uh, like I said, Francisco still may not be hitting, but the mess, rest of the Met lineup is. Uh, the most welcome additions by far, Michael Conforto and Jeff McNeil. I think we can uh, put our mind at ease that these guys are finally going to start to hit. And uh, Dominic Smith is starting to swing the bat well. Uh, but again, we almost had a meltdown in the ninth inning, Edwin Diaz. Uh, and he got a big, big help from the replay review. Thank God we have replay. Otherwise, that would have been a home run. Uh, and we won 8-7. And we've scored at least five runs in consecutive games. How about the first time that happened? So maybe the worm is turning. Maybe the Mets offense is going to start hitting. Even Pete Alonzo, the polar bear, said these past two games we played just such great team baseball, picking each other up, making plays in the field, pitchers getting bats, big outs when they needed to get the big outs, and clutch hitting. I don't know if that's a season-defining game tonight, but it's definitely a momentum shifter, and I agree. And we got a tough series coming up in St. Louis, so it's good mentally to go into the St. Louis series uh, winning two out of three, because St. Louis is not going to be easy. 
And when you're on a hot streak or your things are going well, you survive the tough innings. And the Mets sure did survive the ninth inning. It looked like Reese Hoskins, and I've been telling you guys right along, Reese looks like the guy who's going to have like a career-defining year, just like he did when he came up his rookie year. Uh, looked like he hit a home run, but it was overturned by the Crew Chiefs review. Uh, it showed the ball hitting the railing above the right field fence and bouncing back into play. Hoskins was awarded with a two-run double, and then Jerry's La Familia entered the strikeout, Bryce Harper ending it. And what a thriller. Uh, that was well worth sitting through yesterday, let me tell you. Diaz allowed three runs in the inning. He was dealing with back tightness, according to manager Willie Rojas, but wanted to pitch through it. But in the beginning for the Mets, the eighth, 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 the beginning for the Mets, until it's Monday morning, I need my Java. In the eighth inning, the uh, Mets did send 10 batters to plate and savaged the uh, Phillies' bullpen. And the beautiful thing about that is Jose Alvarado took the brunt of it. He was suspended three games earlier in the day, and he's appealing that for inciting the uh, benches to empty Friday night. Well, maybe he should have just accepted the penalty and uh, sat out last night. Uh, Alonzo delivered the big hit in the eighth, a three-run double after the Mets had rallied to take the lead. Uh, Kevin Poor, Homer leading off the inning, and Jonathan Vores, alert base running, contributed to another run. On a play pinch hitter, Jose Peraza singled off Hoskins' glove with the ball deflecting behind him. Vore had initially, initially stopped at third, but the Phillies not paying attention. He broke to the plate to tie it 4-4. Uh, Pete Alonzo says, I call him Cabano Rocco. That means crazy horse. He's reckless, but in a good way when he runs the bases. He's super aggressive. He's a type of player that can cause a lot of havoc on the base pass. Michael Conforto later walked his fourth time reaching base in the game, and that's an encouraging sign to force him to go-ahead run before Alonzo's double provided the cushion. So Conforto got the big ribby with a good eye at the plate, and that's what we want. Doesn't have to be a base hit, just get him in. Uh, Willie Rojas said what we saw tonight was the bat bats we have seen these guys take in the last few years. There was a lot of good sequencing hitting-wise. It's something that we have done the last couple years, and we really didn't do it in the month of April. Now, Pilar and Villar were in the lineup because Nimmo and Davis were unavailable to swing the bat because of hand injuries. And uh, the bench was kind of short, so... Uh, Walk, uh, Rojas even used Taiwan Walker as a pincher in the eighth inning. Uh, but still, despite the uh, shortage in offensive firepower, the Mets had a good game offensively. Like I said, the only negative note was Francisco Lindor went 0 for 5, and his average is now 171. And uh, I think you just got to keep putting him out there. Put him in that second hole. Let him work his way out of it. He's just too good a player not to, and we spend too much time uh, waiting for him to come out, that we can't give up on him now. Just keep putting him in there, and I'm sure he'll break out just like everybody else. Uh, like I said, my man Miguel Castro, I'm very high on because the movement on his ball. He did surrender a three-run homer to, yes, indeed, the Gregorius in the bottom of the six, and that gave the Phillies a 4-2 to lead. And uh, unfortunately, that blast ended a 19-inning squirrelish streak by the Mets relievers. But big round of applause to the Mets relievers. They've been great the last week or so. And like I said, David Peterson kept him in the game. After a shaky start, he really settled down, and that was big. Uh, Peterson really launched one. McCutcheon really launched one off of Peterson in the first inning. But they did escape further damage in the inning with help from McNeil's glove. After Hoskins walked and Harper's single, Alec Bohm, the prize prospect from the Phillies, had a shot. Towards the middle that McNeil managed to knock down. And he flipped it to Endor. 
inning ending double play. McNeil's quick reflexes saved at least one run and perhaps an even messier extended inning. It's so nice to see Jeff playing well at second base, and we may have our Keystone Cops there for quite a few years in McNeil and Lindor. Uh, Matt Vasgurgeon even said, my God, he never saw a double play turn so fast, I think. I th- I'm quoting him in a roundabout way. I'm not sure what his exact words, but even he was amazed by what had happened. Uh, like I said, the big, big story was David Peterson pitching well. Uh, settled down. And uh, like you said, we just need him to pitch reliable ball every fifth day until Carrasco and Syndergaard come back, and he did exactly that. Uh, the only red flag was Edwin Diaz. Hope his back is okay. He did say it stiffened up a little bit, uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, hopefully it's nothing major, just a little tightness, and, you know, maybe it wasn't really cold yesterday, so I can't blame it on the cold, I don't think. But hopefully everything will be fine with uh, – Edwin Diaz, we need him. He has to be our ace this year. Uh, Noah Sands are but what's about it. And I think he will be. The man has electric stuff, and I can't see him not having a great year. So hopefully this is just a little bump in the road. So uh, we got St. Louis tonight. Yes, we do. Uh, and it's a big four-game series, three night games and a day game. I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are. And uh, it's always fun playing the Cardinals. I remember when the Cardinals were a big division rivalry, especially when the Mets were really good in the mid-80s. Those were fun days indeed. So I always have a fond spot, fond spot in my heart for the uh, Cardinals whenever we play. It brings back a lot of good memories. So that's it. On to St. Louis. Two out of three against Philly. Looking good. As my friend uh, Chico, uh, yeah, it was Chico. The man was Jack Allen's, and Chico was Freddie Prince. Looking good, as my friend uh, Chico once used to say. May he rest in peace. So uh, on to St. Louis. And it looks like it's going to be a bullpen game for the Mets as of now. And Adam Wainwright. Oh, do we still have flashbacks to Adam Wainwright? He'll be on the mound for St. Louis. He's uh, 0-3 when he already at 4.08. It's always fun watching him. I love him. He's a gamer. Despite what he did to us in 2006 with that curveball in the rain, I always like seeing uh, Adam Wayne right on the mound. So, and, you know, he was put on the uh, COVID IL this year. Uh, but he's going tonight, and he's winless in his last five starts. Like I said, 0-3 with a 4.08 ERA. So when we come back, we're going to do our usual Mets fun stuff. So stay tuned. We're going to do our Jeopardy, our trivia, uh, this day in Met history, birthdays, uh, other transactions, and note like we always do. So again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, Met fans. Welcome back to the segment you guys really, really love, the fun stuff segment. Before I go any further, I just want you to know that we broadcast daily. So if you want to subscribe, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you'll be updated whoever your podcast carrier is every time a new episode is up. Now, if you ever want to reach me with comments, and a lot of you have, and I appreciate it, uh, send me an email at philstan41 at gmail.com. Once again, that email is phil. STAN41gmail.com. Again, thanks for all the nice words. It really means a lot to me, and I'm glad you guys are enjoying this. Uh, now we go to 
our Met Trivia Question of the Day. And here it is. This pitcher from 1970, all of all right-handed pitchers from 1970s, 1979. What righty had the most saves during that 10-year period from 1970 to 1979? So once again, the question is, what right-hander has the most saves for the New York Mets from the time period 1970 to 1979? And today's Mets baseball jeopardy. First quote, he led the Mets and the National League with 12 hit-by-pitches in 1994. Second quote, after the 94 season, he was traded to the Milwaukee Brewers. So again, our two Jeopardy clues for today are, he led the Mets with 12 hit-by-pitches in 1994, and following the 94 season, he was traded to the Milwaukee Brewers. We'll get back to you at the end of the show with the correct answers. So lock them in, think it over, lock them in, and we'll get back to you to see if you had the right answers. Now, this day in Met history, we have a few birthdays to celebrate. Red Ruffing. Now, Red Ruffing a Met? Didn't he wear the pinstripes in the Bronx? What are you talking about, Uncle Stan? Well, Red Ruffing was a Met coach, a pitching coach in 1992. Uh, <laughs> so they had Hornsby and Ruffing the Mets as coaches in 92, uh, 62, 92. They needed coaches in 92, too. That was a horrible year. Uh, 62, uh, Red was a coach, and Raha Hornsby, so the Mets went after some Hall of Famers. And that's how come it's a Met birthday we celebrate Red Ruffing. He was a coach for the Mets. Also celebrating a birthday is one of the original 62 Mets, Chris Canizaro. He was a catcher from 62 to 65. He wore number 8 and number 5. Uh, 65, he had his most at-bats and most games played, 114 games played, 251 at-bats, and he batted 183. Uh, lifetime with the Mets, 236 batting average over four years. Uh, never hit a home run. Uh, just like, well, who was that, uh, comedian on the Dean Martin Rose? Never had a dinner. Well, Chris, uh, Canizero never had a homer, and he was basically a catcher for the Mets for that five-year period. Uh, also selling birthday today, Jack DeWaro, 69 met, 23 games pitched, 63.2 innings pitched. Uh, the Mets got him in, from the Detroit Tigers in the offseason in 68, and then the uh, Astros drafted him after the 69 season, so he was with us for one season. Jack DeWaro, but it was a good season, the Miracle Mets. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, Walter Lockett. Remember Walter? Yes, sir. He's with us the last couple of years. Uh, pitching nine games, 22 innings in 2019. His ERA, nothing to write home about, 8.34. In 2020, he pitched eight innings. Uh, started one game, had an ERA of 5.63. Altogether, two and one, ERA 7.63 as a Met. And we got him uh, with Sam Haggerty in exchange for Kevin Pulicki from the Indians back in 2019. And the Mariners claimed him on waivers in 2020. So there you go. Walter Lockett, happy birthday. Uh, unfortunately, on this day, we lost Darrell Johnson. Darrell Johnson was a coach with the 93 Mets. Uh, he had a 
pretty long baseball career. He played 10 years in the bigs, but his noteworthiness is due to the fact he was a coach for the Mets in 63. Uh, and this date also in Met history, uh, the Mets purchased Mike Phillips from the San Francisco Giants. I remember Mike, uh, Buddy Harrelson went down for an injury and, uh, he was doing quite well uh, as a backup in 75, 383 at-bats, about 256. And there wasn't even a campaign to get him on the all-star team, as I recall, right in candidate. Mets were pretty high on him. He's a good backup. Uh, had a couple good years in 75 and 76. In 76, he played 87 games, 262 at-bats. So uh, he wasn't a bad player. Won the player of the week with the Mets on June 27, 1976, and wore number five. Uh, the Mets traded him the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, you remember this player, Joe Youngbud, on June 15, 1977. Yes, he had another trade on June 15, 1977. We all remember the Seaver Massacre and the Kingman trade. Well, Mike Phillips was also traded. Not too many people talk about that, though, do they? Uh, also, uh, on this day, the Mets released Travis Darnot. Now, I wonder if they regret that to this day. He won number 15, 7, and 18 with the Mets. Uh, he was part of that big, big trade where we got John Buck and uh, Noah Syndergaard from the Toronto Blue Jays in exchange for R.A. Cy Dickey, Josh, Josh Toey, and Mike Nickius. Uh, Darno, a lot of big things were expected from him, and he really hit the He was a line drive hitter and still is, and has really blossomed into a hitter. But we kind of gave up on him. I guess he never really found his place with the Mets. And uh, it's always good to see him succeed somewhere else. And now we're going to go to our game of the day, which was May 3rd, 2006. Now, this game on May 3rd, 2006 was part of three games over a five-game period where the Mets actually had three walk-off wins. And that's always fun when you have a walk-off win. On this date, we were playing the Pirates at Shea Stadium. And on the mound, it was Pedro Martinez against Ian Snell. And we had a good crowd on hand, 33,668. I'll run down the lineups for the Mets. Shortstop leading off, Jose Reyes. Batting second, Kazu Matsui. Uh, batting third, center field, Carlos Beltran. Batting fourth, playing first base, Carlos Delgado. Hitting fifth, El Capitan, David Wright. Playing third, Cliff Floyd, left field, batting sixth. Ramon Castro, batting seventh. Uh, Ande Chavez, the catch. Right field, batting eighth. And Pedro Martinez, batting ninth and pitching. The first inning, Freddy Sanchez, who was the 2006 NL batting champion, hit a solo home run. And then the Mets answered back when Kazuo Matsui hit a ground rule double and Delgado doubled to the left to left field, just missing a home run. And then it was a pitcher's duel to then and to the sixth inning when Cliff Floyd led off with a base hit and was sacrificed over by Ramon Castro. Andy Chavez doubled, scoring Floyd, and Jose Reyes tripled. Ah, those were big. Jose Reyes, the king of the Met triple, made it three to one. Reyes would lead the NL in triples for the second straight year, as well as stolen bases. He was Mr. Excitement back then. Then in the ninth inning, Billy Wagner blew the lead, serving up two walks followed by RBI hits from Jose Fernandez and Ronnie Polino. 
Dwayner Sanchez head down to held down the tenth inning and uh, sidearm submarine thrower Chad Bradford the eleventh and twelfth, and Chad ended up getting the win for his relief efforts. Two future Mets, uh, Salman Torres and uh, Roberto Hernandez, held the Mets down over the next two innings before Mike Gonzalez uh, came in. In the bottom of the 12th inning, Delgado blasted a walk-off homer, giving the Mets the game winner. It was the first of five walk-off game-winning hits Delgado would have in his career. Good, good memories. Good, good Met memories. And uh, coming into that game, uh, the Mets were doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Uh, well, maybe not so much. They were eight. They were only eighteen and eight, <laughs> and they had a six-plus game lead in the National League. So it was meant to be. Uh, it was one of those years. Uh, Pirates of note in that game. Jason Bay, future Met Jason Bay, was the cleanup hitter for the uh, uh, Pirates, and uh, Ronnie Polino, the catcher, future Met, was in. Uh, Batting seventh, and Jeremy Burnitz, a former Met, was in right field batting fifth. So that captures that day in Met history, May 3rd, 2006. Nice win. Carlos Delgado walk-off. And uh, can't wait to see what tomorrow's game is. And now it's answer time. Let's see what the answers were to today's Mets final baseball jeopardy. The first clue in Met Baseball Jeopardy for the Mets today was led the Mets and the National League with 12 hit-by-pitches in 1994. Following the 94 season, he was traded to the Milwaukee Brewers. Has everybody locked in their answers? All right. You have five seconds, young man. Okay, you got it in on time. Okay, the answer to today's Mets final Baseball Jeopardy is who is Fernando Lina? Now, for today's Met Trivia question, the answer, please. Well, first, we'll give you the question. The question was, from 1970 to 1979, what Met right-hander has the most saves? Okay, looks like everybody has their answers in. Looks like a lot of you got it right, too. It is Skip Lockwood. Skip, Skip to Maloo. I think he had 68 altogether when I checked. I'm almost willing to bet my life. I'll never bet my life. I think I saw 68, but I know he is the answer to this day. Today's uh, Mets baseball trivia question. So there you have it as our questions for today. And now, we, as we always do, we end the broadcast on an upbeat note. We're off to St. Louis. Let's go, Mets. Big, big, big four-game series. We can do this. Not sure who's going to be pitching, but go against Adam Wainwright. And I'm looking forward to it. Should be a fun, fun series. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a recap and talk about the upcoming games. Anything of note? Our Jeopardy and trivia question. This date in Met history, Met birthdays, Met transactions. We always do. And again, I want to thank you guys for being a great audience and listening, giving me all your feedback. Uh, means a lot to me. If you're enjoying it, I'm enjoying it. So until tomorrow, let's go, Mets, and enjoy the game tonight.